Blog Talk Radio. Come on, put your hands together. Great is the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, we have a part two tonight. Part two. Yes, sir. (laughs) To those out there listening, if you have a pen and a pad, get ready because tonight we're going to talk about something that's so dear to all of us, Brian. And And that's something that we need to express more of. And as me and Brian, a lot of us, we don't do it. But tonight, we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and it's a, it's one of those words that, you know, you hear people use it a lot, but not many people really understand the true meaning of the word. Mm. And they use it so loosely that they diminish the impact that the word has on a person. You know, and so we want to get the real, true meaning of the word love. Yes. And callers, you know, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can also Twitter us. You know, give us your definition of what you believe love is. You know, and you know because we want everybody to 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 you know find out what they don't know about love. Mm. You know, we want we want to know what you know about love. And also, we'll hear from our good friend, Pastor Samuel, because he's our guest tonight, and he's going to tell us about the word love and the true meaning of the word. i tell you what, Brian, if you've never been fired up before, you're going to be fired up in a little bit, because, hey, Pastor Samuel is full of energy. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. He's full of energy. He's ready to go. Yes, sir. You hear, you hear him in the background. Yes, sir. You can't hold him, but you can't keep him down. So he, he's ready, Brian. Let's go ahead and bring him in if you can. He's in already. How are you doing today, sir? <laughs> oh, my good. I'm good. I'm good. Praise the Lord. Praise yeah. the Lord. The Lord is good. Yeah, yes, sir. Good. Yes, he is. And the topic tonight, Brian, is what? True love. Part two. True love. Part two. If you missed the first one, i tell you what. After you hear this one, you will want to go back and listen to the old, to the other one that we did, the first interview that we did with Pastor Samuel. And I'll tell you what, Brian, he's really blessing the world. He has some things that are going to come out pretty soon, and people will mm-hmm. be shocked at what he's doing. I won't say yeah, what those yeah. things are, but a lot of people will be shocked because i tell you what, he's going to touch a lot, of, a lot of hearts all over the world. So just be prepared and just know that you heard him here tonight. Yes, yes. You know, Greg, I want to also, um, before we dialogue with the good pastor here, I want to introduce some of his friends that have now come on the line. We have from California, Mr. Abraham. And we'll give you an opportunity to say good evening, sir. Uh, good evening. How are you doing, sir? How are you? I'm fine. I'm doing well, doing well in the Lord. Thank you. Bless Thank you, you so much. Thank you for calling in. Uh, thank you for having me. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right, all right. And, you know, Pastor, tell me this. You know, we're going to introduce more of your friends as they come on because we want to definitely go back to them and hear some of their testimonies and hear how you have impacted them or maybe how they have impacted you. You know, but give us your, you know, again, I'm asking the same question I asked from last year, I mean, last time we talked, because I want to get real deep into this thing. Give us your definition of the word love. Pastor, are you there? Hello. Hello, Pastor. Are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Can you give us your definition of the word love? Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. The the this is uh coming from the throne of Almighty God. The word love. Uh by the definition of the Holy Spirit given to my ministry, which is the ministry of love to all believers all over the world. And to all believers who are on, the, on this forum tonight, all over the world, I want us to know that there is no pure and Holy Ghost definition that is more than God. Bible say God is love. That's the definition of love. When you have God, you have love. When you have love, you have God. Anything other than that is no true love. The only true love that I know is God who created us in his likeness and in his own image. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. You know, when you turn the television on these days, you hear so much about families being killed by their loved ones. And we, we that word here, that word goes again, loved ones, loved ones. And a lot of people are trying to understand how a man or a woman can take the lives of their family or take the lives of their husband or their wives. And, it, you know, we want to know, can a person love someone to death? Or, or is it that that person has uh, become something uh, other than love, uh, kind of like a controlling or uh, lust type of, of, of some, some, somehow love has escaped that relationship? And we want to know what can those people out there do, the people that are watching the news, and they, they're hearing all this stuff about family members just killing one another at the, the Thanksgiving table and, just, I mean, just if you turn the television on right now, I guarantee you, someone somewhere has killed a loved one. So, what, what, what can we do, or how can we try to understand what's going on with with what's going on in the world today? Praise the Lord. Once again, um, I will introduce our ministry. Like I said, it's a ministry of love. It's Transcontinental Trinity Ambassadors Ministry. It's a body of Christ, and anyone that is a member of the body is automatically is automatically qualified to be members of my family in Christ. So, others, I welcome everyone on this global radio worldwide. I welcome everyone 
who are believers and we are sharing this moment uh, to know the true love, part two. Uh, I want us to start from the word. In the beginning, according to the book of John, chapter one, it said, is the word. The beginning, in the beginning is the word. And the word is God himself. Without this God, who is love, nothing can be created. Nothing is in existence without God. Now, let us go back to the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis chapter 1. To see the foundation. The foundation of love. Of God towards mankind. The foundation of the love of God towards mankind. The foundation. And the foundation was perfect. Mm-hmm. The book of Psalm 11, verse 3, says, If the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? If the foundation is of our relationship in love with somebody, if the foundation is not real, if the foundation is not genuine, if the foundation is based on lies, what can the righteous do? But if the foundation is true love, now let us go to the true love of God towards mankind. In the book of Genesis chapter 1, God started creation of everything on the earth. But his word, I will know that the Bible says the word of God is powerful. God did not need to hire laborers. To hire road workers or skyscrapers who are builders, who are carpenters, who are mechanics. God did not need all those. All, therefore, what we need in order to influence our world in time of true love is God. All you need is God. To have all your needs met in this world. I repeat, all you need is love. True love, which is God Himself. Mm-hmm. Underline true love, which is God Himself. To have all your needs met in this world. Like I said, God created all things on earth from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, until verses 26. From 1, he said, let there be light. He doesn't need electrician. He doesn't need uh, needed any technician to work on cable before 
light came. It doesn't need any technology to divide the ocean from the earth. All this thing was talking out by the power of the world, by God himself. Having created everything on verse 26, the Lord said, let us, let us, let us, if you look at it, this is, the earth there is the Spirit, Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father. That is the Trinity of Heaven. Are you there? Yes, yes, we're here. Hello, are you hearing me? Yes, we are. Go this ahead, is sir. the Trinity of Heaven. He said, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. Beloved. Forum tonight, I want this verse 36 in the book of Genesis to echo into your hearing and it should be digested into your soul, spirit, and body. For you to understand the true love of God for mankind, He has created everything, everything, the animals, all kinds of animals. He has created the firmament. He has created all kinds of seedlings, fruits, fruits, and everything. And he called it the Garden of Eden. Here he put man to be in charge. What a wonderful love. That means he created man as the last one, but he created all things for the enjoyment of man. What a wonderful life and the wonderful love of God towards us all. That is the beginning. That is the beginning. The one who created the earth that we are, we are dwelling on, the one who provided everything that we are entitled to enjoy on earth, the one who created the water that we are drinking, the one who created the air that we are breathing, he created all things for our enjoyment. All things. All those powerful animals, the predators in the forest, uh, the lion, the elephant, the zebra, all these big animals, even under the ocean, he gave us power over the sea. He gave us power and authority over all things. The authority by which man can use. Even Elijah, look at what Elijah did. He stopped the sun. Until this day, there has been no scientific revelation to that mystery. For anybody to say, okay, you son, you should stop. No move. It has been done by man through the power of love of God in him, dwelling in him. So the image and the, and the likeness of God, the image and the likeness of God, number one, the image of dominion, dominion. God has power over all things. He has dominion over all things. Therefore, God shared that power with us. That is love. That is true love. 
We don't have to buy it. We don't have to buy authority. He also gave us authority over all things that is true love. Just like a father who loves his children and gave will. All the, 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 the thing, the power that he has, he transferred to the son. It has never happened in the nation of men all over the world. For any president, when he's leaving the presidency, hand over all power to his own son. Just like that. That is what God did. He did not hand the power over unto Satan. No. He handed all power and dominion unto man. Now, if we move to Genesis chapter 2, to be rich, and you note that on in page, I mean, on, 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 on verses 18 of Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 of Genesis chapter 2, the Bible says, When God has created all things, he gave man the power, the true love, his true love, made God to give man the power over all things that have been created. He created everything for him, for man. That's true love. And he sowed the seed of true love. Here is, if you look at verse 7 of that chapter 2, verse 7 of that chapter 2, Genesis, if you look at verse 7, it talks about how God bleached the earth and made man and mold him. Every, every man will come from the earth. We were made. He said, then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. If you look at every other thing that God created for man, there was none that God reached out to the earth and created. He just spoke them out into existence. But when it came to man, in order to make man in his own image and enlightenment, he reached out to the earth. He molded man. He made a full man. I want you to hear me. When you know your foundation, this is a true foundation of love of God towards man. And when God made man from the earth, what happened? He breathed the breath of life into the man's nursery. And the man became a living person. And man became a living person in the image and in the likeness of God. The true love of God is already implanted into man. It's already imparted into his spirit, soul, and body. So he was surrounded by other things God has created out of his word. And he gave man the authority to name them. He, named, he gave name to all of them. And in verse 18, he looked at man. Not that man was actually lonely because there are other animals. He called them by the name. He called lion, he wants to send lion, and an errand. lion will come and say, yes, sir. He called elephant. So 
He has the board. He can send the board errand. He can, he can command any of them. But God wants somebody. This is where Marita Institution was formed. Marita Institution is a sacred institution of God and is the first institution of God on earth. This is the first institution God ever institutionalized. Before you started having other institutions, before you started having uh, the University of uh, Howard University, uh, Chicago State University, uh, Washington State University, New York University, the, the first institution ever on earth is the marriage institution, institutionalized by God himself. Fire is divine love for man. What does this mean? It means that's a marriage between a man and a woman. Because when you look at the, the Genesis chapter 1, and it said, and man, he made them male and female. Made them male and female. It's not male only. Neither female only. So any marriage that is not male and female, number one, that is a, 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 a untrue. That is the lie from the pit of hell. That if they call it marriage, no. There's no true love in there. But the true love that from marriage foundation is a man and a woman. How does a man have his first woman? When we read from 18, Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 down to 24, then you will read how man was, was made to sleep. Beloved, before you can have the true love from a woman as your wife of future, because God wants somebody in his likeness, in the likeness of that man. Because that man is in the likeness and the image of God. So God wants to have someone by him for companionship for eternal companionship. That is the major reason. It's not because of if any other love or any other relationship that graduated to marriage is based on something sinister like sex. Oh, it's sexy. Oh, it's handsome. Oh, it's beauty. It's beautiful. That's why I marry, marry him or her. Man got to be to a sleep. For God to bring in a woman like he did for the first man. He caused the first man to sleep. You remember that the man was not looking around. Tasting woman like you are tasting meat pie. Meat pie around to see whether, oh, it's sexy. It's not sexy enough. It's not doing this. It's not. That is not. That is not true love. True love is when you are connected with your maker, who is God, which is love, which is the only true love, where you are connected with that God as a believer. And automatically, 
Here we go again. No matter how scarce is woman or how scarce is man, you have to let God. Man has to sleep to let God. Pray to God. Ask from God. Bring me my own love, my own wife that I will love, I will cherish for the rest of my life. Companionship. But without that, it will be hard for any man to have a woman who is truly in love. In the same token, a woman who did not allow God to hand her over unto a man, because after the woman was made out of the rib of the man, and God took that woman, he took it, took her to the man and said, here is this woman I gave to you so that you cannot be alone. So that, because it, the Bible says it is not good. God himself, if God himself can say, can declare that it is not good for a man to be alone, who are you to say, oh, that's the best thing? But unfortunately, many people are not connected to that order. There is a order, a divine order from heaven. How a Christian should get in marital relationship with a woman or to a man. Man has to go into sleep. Sleep the heart and the bosom of the Lord. Ask, Lord, my creator, my maker, where is my own woman? And God will find that woman and give it, give that woman to him. And a woman will be patient for God. Direct me, lead my step. Bible says, God, the step of the righteous were ordered by the Lord. You can just be going and God will order your step. Mm-hmm. And you can meet the true love of your life that you will share your life with. That is the foundation of the true love. The foundation of the true love is when you allow the true love to be given unto you by God himself. So as a Christian, many a times, most of us have suffered looking around for a woman that God did not give to us, but we gave ourselves. We find ourselves without involving God in the process. A process of marital relationship that we are you through love of a woman or a, or a man cannot be without the divine process from the throne of Almighty God. If it is without God, I am telling you, to have the true love will be in vain. You can look for years and years changing pan, changing woman or changing man like a underpants if you do not uh, involve God from the from the beginning. You have to be connected with the word, with the word of God. Look at the Genesis. How did how did God form this institution? The institution of marriage was not founded by man. It was founded by God. 
It was found there. And immediately you realize it, like I said before, in the book of Psalm 11, verse 3, says, if the foundation is faulty, what can the righteous do? Mm-hmm. Many people will say, there's nothing the righteous can do. It's all over. It cannot. That is a lie from the pit of hell. The righteous, what can the righteous do now is to go back to the genesis of his life. Examine how he got involved without having brought God, who is love, for and process his marital life. Yes. That is the way a righteous can do. Go back to your God. Go back to God and repent and confess. Beloved, marriage is not about it's not about procreation, procreation alone. It's about companionship so that both of you can serve the Lord together. Both of you can worship Him. Both of you can keep a relationship with God. You can have many you can have a million children together. That doesn't mean you are married. By the standard of the Bible, by the standard of the Bible, I've conducted so many marriages, and when I counsel them and tell them, look, the world see you as two people, but the word of God, the true love between you that join you together, sees you as one. You are one, one body. The man and the woman, they have to cling together and join together to become one. Here we are talking about cling together. If God has formed them, join together to become one. Oneness of the spirit, oneness of everything. If you see A, when you see B, you see the same thing. When you question them, there is no difference in their way. There is no difference in their thoughts. There is telepathic listening in both of them. The wife will be saying the same thing. The, 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 the man will be saying the same thing. That is true love. Now, how do we enjoy, what is the purpose, what do we enjoy in this world? without God, because I said all we need is God. In other words, all you need in life is true love. And there is no other true love but God himself. God is love. All we need is true love to have all our needs met. If you have a true love as a wife, your problem in this world is almost 98.5% soft. Because when you are walking through the, 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 the fire of furnace, when you are walking through the, the ocean, the flood, when you are walking through a situation, the challenges of life, God will always be with you. Because he formed that marriage. He formed that marriage. And you are one. He will always be with you. There is no mountain you cannot level. There is no red sea you cannot cross. When you are with true love, the true love that will never think evil about you, the true love that will see you as 
as the way he see himself or accept. The true love that your ministry, your 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 your, your life is is life or our life. It doesn't see any difference. The true love is we join together with you no matter what situation. The true love is we dissociate from from the world and claim with you only. Mm-hmm. After God, the true love will be the next person in your life, which is the wife or the husband. That is true love. Mm-hmm. The true love will not place mother or father or friends or children above the husband or above the wife. The only thing that can be above is God himself, who is the chairman and the founder of that marriage. Pastor, you know, I had a question. Yes. If you had, let's say you have a couple and they're married, but they don't know what we know about Jesus. They don't know what we know about love. How do we get them to that point of knowing about the goodness of God and the blessings of marriage and the blessings of true love if they're not, you know, I don't want to say they're not willing, but if they're just happy the way that they are, you know, but they don't know Jesus Christ. How do we get them to the point to understand that you have to have Jesus Christ in your life in order to have true happiness? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let us go to the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. I read, he said, live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you, not that your mother gave you. See, some people, their mother will be the one to dictate who and who and who to marry. Their father in some tradition. Their family are the one to dictate who to marry. But here is this. Live happily with the woman you love through all the meaningless days of life that God has given you under the sun. The wife God gives you is your reward for all your earthly labor. Whatever you do, do well. For when you go to the grave, there will be no work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. Amen? Amen. Amen. So this is to tell such couple, a life that is void of God as the foundation of their life, a life that there is no Christ, there is no Christ in their life. It's a life that is void of true love. All they will be experiencing is all kinds of tribulations. No peace at home, no peace out. 
no joy. And that is the life of the unbelievers that are living. Okay. They just have a temporary, a temporary joy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Bible says the joy, the the, 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 the the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord who is our God, is our strength. How can you have strength to pass through the tribulation of this world? How can you, how can you have strength? to go through all kinds of malicious and the satanic affliction of this world without God. Hmm. Crisis at home is a, is a life that is without foundation of God, without foundation of Christ. If you see a home of unbelievers, I'm telling you, their joy is very temporary. They can last today within the circle, they can take guns and kill themselves. Mm. They can celebrate party today, tomorrow you can just hear that the husband has killed the wife or some or vice versa. Because why? They lack the foundation. The foundation of God as the true love. And the foundation of God that formed them. And also without Christ, who came when man has sinned against God in the Garden of Eden, it was Jesus Christ who laid down his life to bring us back. So we were purchased back to God. So without Jesus Christ in any Christian, in anybody's life, especially the life of unbelievers, it's a life that is clouded with crisis. Crisis every day. Financial crisis, crisis of sicknesses, and all kind of things. That is the life they will be living. And guess what? Because there is no Jesus in their life, they cannot conquer. They cannot overcome. They cannot conquer the, the battle. They cannot overcome. Instead, the battle, the crisis will swallow them up. That's why you see separation and divorce all over the place. Because they cannot stand the crisis. They cannot stand the challenge of time. They cannot stand the trials and trivial because there is no Christ in their life. Mm-hmm. So when we want to, anyone that is unbelievers must hear this, that without Christ, without God in their life, the future is doomed with crisis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Pastor, I want to get an opportunity to um, bring on a few of your friends. I want to make sure that I get them all in. Uh, we have a caller from the 862 area code. 862, you're live on the Abundant Solutions Hour. 862 area code, you're live. Yes, I'm on the line. Yes. Hello, welcome How you to the Hello, I'm on the line. My name is Olufemi. Yes, welcome How are to you the Abundance Solutions We are doing great. How about you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm happy that I'm, I'm with you tonight. Okay, all right. 
you have a question or a comment or maybe a testimony? Um, I just give glory to God for knowing you tonight and always and every day. And I wish everybody Merry Christmas and Happy New Year in advance. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. All right. And we have someone from the 386 area code. Caller from the 386, you're on live. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Thank you. It's a pleasure being in, in the group today. And uh, I just want to give testimony to the power of God uh, that he's been doing wonders in my life. And um, uh, some times ago, I did have a massive heart attack, and God saved my life through that. And uh, today, I don't even take the medication no more, and God healed all my body completely. And business-wise, God has been doing miracles for me. I just opened a new store. So I praise God for that. So thank Amen. God for all his wonders. Yes, that's thank a true you. blessing. What would you say to someone that's hanging on and that they they don't know the Lord, but it, and, and they really don't believe that he can deliver them from anything that they're going through? What would you say to them right now? Well, I would tell them that uh, there's nothing that is impossible for God to do. God is a very wonderful God, and he's a lovable God that they should keep on hoping in God, and uh, they need to get close to God and read their Bible a lot, so that way they will know more of the Word, because if we don't know the Word, then we are lack of knowledge, and then we get perished. So if you can read the Word, get into the Word more, they will be able to conquer a lot of the problem they have. And there's nothing that God cannot do. Things maybe can be bad now, but they can be reversed in in a twinkle of eyes. So they should just put hope in God and get closer to God. And God will do miracles in their life. In fact, today, there was another testimony. Somebody called me that I did business with, and he took my money and ran away. And he call, she called me today and said I should forgive her and uh, she wants to go back, come back to God. I should pray with her. I was shocked. I was surprised. And I said, well, praise God. I, should, I said, well, if Jesus can forgive us, I have no reason why I shouldn't forgive you. So you should just come closer to God. And she said she's going to do two jobs so she can pay me back. So I'm praising God for that. And so I, I believe that anyone who is out there who have problems should just believe and hope that God will do miracles. There's nothing God cannot do. He's the only one and he's the only way. And they should just get closer to God and read their word. Praise God. Thank you so much. Amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, I want to go next to, and we thank you, caller, for that. Thank you, yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we're going to go to the 951 area code, 951, and that is Mr. Abraham. Yeah, praise the Lord. And I told you we were going to come Hallelujah. back to you, and because you know, Pastor Samuel, 
I want you to tell me, what do you think about Pastor Samuel? Uh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I just want to thank God for my for, for pastor. I think uh, I know he's a man of God. I know the man God has called to bless our generation, you know. I've known him not for too long, but the few, few, few times I've had contact with him, you know. If you are led by his spirit, you know that he's a man that has the spirit of God. He's a man that God has called in his generation, you know, to transform our world, especially the country we live, you know, where we have uh, so much things to believe God for, you know. I just want to thank God for his life, you know. Thank God we God is using him. Me, personally, I have contact. I've, seen, I've had contact with him. God has used him to, to, to touch me, to bless me. You know, several times I know I have a lot of issues. I have things that I was, I was really, ch- I have challenges. I was waiting God, believing God for, you know. The Bible says he has given you prophets. He has sent prophets into our lives. It's important we listen to them, we locate them. You know, I was there until I met him, and he, he spoke he spoke some word into my life. You know, though I know some of those things before, but I, I know he is showing me, and everything he has said he has, has come to pass. You know, I was before I met him, I was really in a, in a situation that so I needed any, I needed somebody somebody to show love, somebody to talk to me, somebody to show me love. And I see he I see him as a person that God has really said. He's lovely, he's, 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 he's a spiritual man. He's a prophet of God that one should listen to, you know. And I listen to him, everything he said about me, that said about God in my life has is taking place. I know I was in a serious situation, I was having health problem. You know, when he prayed with me, you know, he anointed me and he said I should not worry about all the dreams, everything I was seeing that is uh, is just a prank of the devil to discourage me. And I believe in what he said and today everything oh thank God that God has really used him to bless me personally. I just want to continue to believe that as many people who can just believe in man the Bible said believe in the prophets, it shall be well with you, believe in his and you can prosper, and I know his word is showing his his word in my life has had a meaning. So I think he's a, he's a person that God is really using. God is listening to God, has a relationship with God, and God has really using to bless many of us. You know, when we join in a, in a prayer that we have every Friday evening, you can hear a series of testimony. People testify about the good things that God is doing in their life through the ministry. His ministry. I know so many things have yet was going to happen. Just want to thank God for his life. And I pray God will continue to strengthen him, continue to guide him, continue to, to address the anointing, continue to increase in his life. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, my brother. Yes, thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you. I, boy, I tell you what, that's good stuff. You know, it. It's not always easy to hear somebody talk about you or say something about you, you know. And so to hear someone have kind words and it's a wonderful testimony about how how uh, you would affect their life, it's just a wonderful thing. Just to hear about somebody else, it, it, it warms my heart. And so I really appreciate that, my brother. 
God bless you, son. All glory be, to, be given to God. He will not share his, uh, his praises. He will not share his glory with anyone. So I'm only, I'm only like a, a vessel in his hand. You know, when you give somebody a water inside, the, a clean water inside the glass, that glass cannot claim anything about that water. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about the water, how the water got into him, he doesn't know. And the person who poured that water in there is the one to be given glory to. That is God himself. Because the Spirit he gave us to go and serve him with power and authority, to challenge Satan himself and all his cohorts. Then he gave us the power. I don't know how the power came up. But I knew that he sent me with power. And when I use that power that he gave, it works. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it works. So we you know, give God all the glory. Amen. Yes. Pastor, I wanted to ask you, what and how can we reach the men? Women really don't have a, a problem showing love and expressing how they feel uh, through love. But it's something about the men that that hold we we hold back. And you and I were talking about this last night that somebody needs to hear something from Pastor Samuel tonight, so that they can let go and so that they can love their truly truly love their family and let them know how they feel and be you know be that affectionate father or husband uh, that they were created to be. What are the first steps to to doing that? Well, the only way to do that is, number one, which I said, it will be very difficult for anyone who does not have the image and the likeness of God in him to practice true love. My advice to such a person is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior of his soul. That is where it starts. That is number one. You have to accept Christ into your life before you can live in the image and in the likeness of God. Because through Christ Jesus, we became the righteousness of God. It was Jesus Christ who died to bring us back to the Father. So, we are the righteousness of God through Christ until a person turns unto God. Surrender everything unto him. Every life he has been living before, is you have to forget about it. The life of ungodliness, the life of sin, he has to forget it. And to get out of it, get out of that sin. Get out of the sinful life and come back unto Jesus. Then when you come back unto Christ Jesus, then you learn from his throne of mercy. Like my brother, my sister, one of my sisters on this forum was saying that we need to read the Bible. This Bible is a mysterious book on earth. It's the father of all books. It's the first printed books on earth. And it's a mysterious book. Not only a mysterious book, is the map quest of life. If you want to live a true, a true love in life, the Bible is your map quest. 
to enjoy mm-hmm. all things that God has created, especially your woman, to be a good husband. Remember the Bible says, love man, love your wife. A man that loves his wife, love himself. All right? A man who loves his wife, I mean true love, not, uh, not uh, love with uh, sexual immorality, not love, uh, uh, not a love that is, is based on how sexual a woman is, how he can use that woman as a sex machine. No, that is not love. That is satanic. A love should be based the way Jesus loved us. The Bible says, even Jesus, when he was, we are nailing him on the cross, he still loves us. He said, Father, forgive them, because they know not what they are doing. I think be Jesus want to, say, want to demonstrate a, a bitterness to us because of our behavior, because of our sinful nature. If we, for, we forgo the, the, the cross, we say, no, let, let, them, let them carry their sin forever. Let Satan take, take them away forever. Let Satan begin to rule their life. But this day, Satan can no longer rule their life through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let me let, let, let me let me quickly. There is a a, a a program here. I mean, let us go to the book of First Corinthians. If you are there with me, the book of First Corinthians, chapter chapter six. First Corinthians chapter six. Let us see what it tells us there. Then verses eighteen to twenty here. They run from sexual sin. Many people think sexual life, when you are, is, is a, is, they, they count it as a social norm. A woman loves a boyfriend because how sexy that boy is. Or how sex, sexually empowered by Satan that man is. That is the reason why that woman loves, and that is not true love. That is not true love. He said, wrong from sexual sin. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18 to 20. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. Is there any other sin that affects your body as the sin of sexual immorality? No. You can go and steal somebody's money. That doesn't have anything to do with your body. You can't carry disease from money. But sexual immorality is the one that really affects our body, soul, and spirit. Many people have carried generational causes by dipping their manhood into all kinds of public toilets. When, what I call public toilet is a, is a man or woman who does anything that is sexy, anything on the, that is, is sexual. They just go into it. Bam. They get the, their body stained. It's thinking in the spirit. The spirit of God cannot work with that kind of body. See? That is the reason why the Bible, the Word of God, is warning us against it. Say nothing affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality 
It's a sin against your own body and also a sin against God. Because the, our body is supposed to be the temple of God. Mm-hmm. We are the Holy Spirit. We are the image of God and the likeness of God is supposed to dwell in. But when your body is, is already dented with immoral sexual activities, then it's polluted the spirit. The spirit will be far the, the spirit of God will be far away from such persons. Yeah. And the spirit of Satan will be the ruler of such life. Yes. Pastor, I want to give you an opportunity to um give us your contact information before the show ends. So if you'll do that right now, that would be wonderful. Praise the Lord. Uh, we thank God for everyone on this forum. We have uh, Transcontinental Trinity Ambassadors Ministry. Uh, we are located in Oakland, Maryland. Our address is T.O. Box 296, Oakland, Maryland, 21550. Transcontinental Trinity Ambassadors Ministry. It's a non-denominational ministry. It's a Holy Spirit-filled ministry that demonstrates love of any member of the body of Christ. So any member of the body of Christ is our family, non-discrimination. So it's not about denomination. It's about the body of Christ. The church of God in heaven is only one. And Jesus said, upon this rock, which is Peter, you and I, we are the modern Peter. God is building his church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail. Through this, God has given this ministry a powerful invention that we announce the glory of God around the world. If you are interested to be part of this glorious thing, because it's coming out, it will be coming out, we are launching it by the grace of God in 2010. Call us if you are interested to be part of it. We are looking for finance now, minimum of $100,000. That's all. When we get that, we are part of it. We go and launch it in Africa to the world at last to promote the glory of God among the churches of the body of Christ. So the telephone number is 304-216-1926 or 304-216-2032 or 301-334-6368 or 301-328-3934. Shalom. We are blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Yes, the light of the Lord continue to shine upon you. Amen. Yes, Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Sonny. Brian, I told you he was going to come on hot just like he did the last time. He didn't He didn't leave anything. He came on and he did everything that he said he was going to do. But thank you so much to everybody that's listening in to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We'll be back next Wednesday where we will do everything in our powers to help you be more, do more, and have more. Listen, for those of you that are going through, for those of us that are waiting on this promise, understand God has not forgotten you. When times get tough, you've got to look up to heaven and encourage yourself and say,
Waiting. 